Hello there, I'm Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. Welcome. This week, we're talking about saturated fat. That's the kind you get in butter, cheese, and meat, but also from coconut oil. And specifically, I want to talk about ways that saturated fat might actually be good for your heart. The recently released Dietary Guidelines for Americans continue to stress the importance of limiting saturated fat in our diets. Now, the primary charge against saturated fat is that it can increase your cholesterol levels, and that presumably increases your heart disease risk. But as you may know, a meta-analysis of 21 studies involving more than a quarter of a million people showed that the amount of saturated fat you consume doesn't actually have any significant influence on your heart disease risk. What's more, three quarters of the people who end up in the hospital due to a heart attack have normal cholesterol levels. Clearly, the old assumptions about saturated fat, cholesterol levels, and heart disease risk need to be updated. And in fact, new research suggests that saturated fat may actually play a role in reducing your risk of heart disease. Now stay with me here. We've all been taught to think of cholesterol as being either good or bad. HDL cholesterol is the good kind of cholesterol. The more HDL in your blood, the better. But the blanket categorization of LDL as bad cholesterol is really an oversimplification. It turns out that LDL cholesterol particles come in a lot of different sizes, and the size and shape of your LDL particles may be even more important than just how many you have. If most of your LDL particles are big and fluffy, you may have a lower risk of cardiovascular disease. LDL particles that are small and dense, on the other hand, are associated with a higher risk. So somebody who has a high LDL cholesterol number but has lots of these big fluffy particles may actually be better off than someone who has low LDL cholesterol levels, but a lot of those small dense particles. And this might explain the paradox of why so many people having heart attacks actually have low or normal cholesterol levels. This new understanding of cholesterol particle size also changes how we think about the relationship between saturated fat and heart disease risk. While diets that are very low in fat and saturated fat may reduce LDL cholesterol numbers, they can also decrease the number of big fluffy particles and increase the number of small dense particles. And that's exactly the opposite of what you want to do. And although eating more saturated fat in the form of meats, eggs, full fat dairy products, or coconut oil might cause your LDL numbers to go up, it may also increase the size of the LDL particles, which is a good thing. So do we have this entire thing backward? Is limiting saturated fat actually bad for your heart? Well, that's certainly the position of some who advocate diets that are extremely high in fat, especially saturated fat. But I'm not suggesting such an extreme reversal. For one thing, this research is still fairly preliminary. We're going to need more data in order to understand how genetics and other risk factors or health conditions play into this. We need to study the long-term effects of diets that are higher in saturated fat on people with and without other heart disease risk factors, such as obesity or type 2 diabetes. But more importantly, 
Whenever we take our diet to extremes, whether it's extremely low fat or extremely low carb or any other extreme, we increase the risk of nutrient deficiencies and imbalances. There is no superfood so super, nor wonder nutrient so wondrous, that we should eat it to the exclusion of all other foods and nutrients. Our bodies really do thrive on balance and variety. So I'm convinced that saturated fat doesn't have to be assiduously avoided, but why jump to the other extreme? There is a middle ground between complete avoidance and excessive intake, and that goes for total fat as well as saturated fat. Diets that are extremely low in fat tend to be high in carbohydrates. Now, if all of those carbohydrates are in the form of legumes and brightly colored fruits and vegetables, that's usually a pretty good thing. More often, though, a lot of the carbohydrates in a very low-fat diet are in the form of grains and refined carbohydrates, and that's definitely not so great. Replacing calories from refined carbohydrates with calories from fat is usually a good thing. Practically speaking, I'm suggesting that you might be better off putting a fat pat of butter on your vegetables and then skipping the dinner roll, or going with the full-fat yogurt and skipping the low-fat blueberry muffin. But I also think it still makes sense to eat both saturated and unsaturated fats, and that way you get the benefits of both without the risk of overdoing either. Practically speaking, I'm suggesting that your diet might include moderate amounts of butter and olive oil, cheese and avocado, walnuts and coconut oil. So what's your take on all of this? Do you strictly limit your fat or your saturated fat intake? Do you go out of your way to choose saturated fats? I'd love to hear what you're doing with this new information. So post your comments and of course your questions on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page or head to our website at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com where you can read a complete transcript of today's show. And in that transcript, you'll find links to all of the research I discussed, as well as lots more resources for putting together a balanced and healthy diet. Finally, just a quick reminder that my 30-day nutrition upgrade starts this week. So if you want to join us, you need to get over to nutritionovereasy.com to sign up. This is a really fun group challenge that will help you be more consistent about healthy eating habits, but it's not one of those extreme things that will disrupt your life. This challenge fits easily into any routine, including holidays and vacations. And the benefits last a lot longer than 30 days. You can learn more at nutritionovereasy.com or just shoot me an email at monica at nutritionovereasy.com and I'll answer any questions that you might have. I really hope you'll join us. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week.